Everybody ready? Come on, let's go. Yo, what's up? Welcome to the Rick Thorne Show. My name is Rick Thorne. On this episode, I got my buddy Ike Della Torre. He's in the band called The Raptors. I'm going to call him right now. We're going to talk about his music and what's going on. Let's do this. Hello? Hey, what's up, Rick? Can you hear me okay? Yeah. Are you on speakerphone? Yeah. Can you get off of that? Are you driving or something? No, no, I can get off of that. Yeah, it's just, let me see what it sounds like off speakerphone. Always sounds better. Calling over the phone, you know what I mean? Gets yeah, yeah, how's this? Excuse better? What's that? Is this better? Totally better, dude. Did you know, Ike, that your awesome. name rhymes with bike? <laughs> you, right. knew, you knew that, didn't you? <laughs> Absolutely, man. What are you doing, bro? Uh, I'm out right now. I'm just kind of hanging out, you know, uh, in between working remotely. Um you know the use nothing too crazy you work at monster music yeah, what's that like uh, it, it's great man um i used to work retail before working for monster and when i made the switch it was just like night and day um dude it's, it's a great company um and that's actually how i ended up meeting you um you were getting tattooed on our on our couch by mike <laughs> i was that's absolutely you know um Anyone out there listening, this is a little trivial for you or a little history. I was the first monster athlete. I, I brag about it all the time because I just been there for a long time. And the reason why I brag about it is because that company, like, you know, they're a good company to work for and, and represent and be part of. And they're loyal to people that are good to them. So, anyways, that's awesome. You guys, gotta, you guys get a lot, of, uh, a lot of artists come through there, huh? Monster Music? Yeah, it, it's pretty cool, man. Um, you know, everybody that we work with is, is so awesome and humble and just all around great people. So, um, like I said, man, making the switch to Monster is just life-changing. So, I love it there. Absolutely, dude. Well, listen, uh, uh, Monster's awesome and so is your band, and that's what I'm calling to talk to you about. Uh, what's what's new with the Raptors? What are you guys doing? Oh, man. So, you know, this past year has been crazy with everything closing down. Um, so, we started releasing singles we uh, we're trying to do a whole full-length album which you know eventually we are going to put that out on vinyl um but we had to switch gears man we couldn't play shows um you know we wanted to try and stretch out content so we came up with the idea of a, a raptors uh like singles campaign for the album that's going to be coming out Jurassic california um you know i think it's really helped us stay active on social platforms you know and, as we were trying to experiment with new ways to promote the band. Um, like, you know, if, if all this stuff didn't happen, we probably would have never done an acoustic live stream, you know? <laughs> um, yeah, absolutely. And for, like, Christmas, and it actually came out really cool. So we've been, you know, finding new ways to, to grow and adapt to all the different changes that are going on right now, um, which I think has kind of helped us grow the band as, as a whole. Yeah, I mean, during the whole, like, you know, COVID deal and everything, you know, obviously everybody knows everything about that, you know, but like during all that, what do you do? You know, do you like go, oh, I don't know what to do. Well, of course you can't perform, but there's a lot of other things you can do, like write new music, right. like do a music video, like do new artwork. Like there's all kinds of things that contribute to a band rather than, that's how I kind of look at it, you know, like, 
you know, there's a, you can never have too many songs. What do you think about that? Do you think you, you know, someone said that once, like you can never have too many songs, just keep writing. Do you feel the same way? Yeah. I mean, I think that that's, that's great. I totally agree with that, you know, because as we're wrapping up this album, um, we're already writing stuff for the next album. So, um, you know, we're in the studio, we're finishing the opening track, um, then we're going to get everything pressed on vinyl, um, which vinyl turnaround is crazy right now. It seems like everybody's trying to get their albums out on vinyl, so it's just like six months turnaround, but we're going to try and see if we can find someone who can do something a little bit faster than that. Um, but yeah, like I said, like we're already writing for the, the next album, the next, you know, um, the next age of Raptors and that whole sound we're going to be going for with that. Yeah, you know, that's awesome, dude. Um said something earlier about singles is like your DIY band you do it yourself right are you guys on a label oh we're DIY yeah so I, I get it so as a DIY band it kind of makes sense like if you're funding everything out of pocket like do singles and then at the end of the year re-release all those singles as either an EP or a full length you know yeah exactly um, and I mean speaking of that you know the whole DIY aspect of it and we've been so lucky to work with a handful of different artists, um, like uh, Savorn, who is the owner of Just Deadly Tattoo. Um, we came up with the idea that we wanted to have each one of these singles be its own special thing, but also have like a running theme across all the releases. So we went with Tattoo Flash. Um, and Savorn, uh, she also goes by Red. Um, she has to be called Red. Um, she was basically coming up with really cool banger flash artwork for each one of our singles um and and she killed it man she did such a great job and i mean like half of the guys have some of this artwork tattooed on us so <laughs> we we definitely dig it oh that's awesome dude yeah see she got creative yeah. you get creative in a lot of different ways besides just like you know like I, I get it performing you know you write songs you want to perform you want to tour you want to be in that moment you know what i mean but I, you know what? i just had this thought i bet you a lot of bands because you know it's hard being in a band you know what I mean? Getting along and stuff. I wonder if like Koba was like good for some bands to take a break. <laughs> <laughs> right. Just to kind of, yeah, get a break. So, you know, it's funny that, that you bring that up. Um, like I got into music because of my brother who he's three years younger than me, um, you know, but so there was a little bit of an age gap and we're still close enough to almost just be like best friends for our entire life, which is crazy because I know most siblings you know, hate each other, but he started a band with one of his friends, and they needed a singer, and I was, you know, by no stretch of the imagination, a musician at the time, you know, I was just this punk kid on a skateboard, um, and he's like, dude, you should sing for the band, because you're always singing along to the radio, you're always singing along to records and stuff, and you don't sound that bad, so <laughs> you give it a shot, and uh, that was in 2002, and, you know, we've been playing in a band together nonstop, like, and I don't think we're ever going to stop, you know? Um, so having having him in the band has really helped propel what we've been doing, and you know, keep he's been like the glue holding all this together. So I mean, I can't thank him enough for giving me that nudge into doing something that I never thought I would be doing. That's awesome. Place. Oh, that's a great story, dude. Yeah. That's that's totally rad. Yeah, I mean, you, you know, as you guys are brothers, it's it's you work together more as a team too, rather than you know, it, it would seem that that would be something that would be. Uh, beneficial you know what i mean like it like like a security in a sense like well at least we got each other and we're both down for this because sometimes it's hard for people to be on all in the same path you know what i mean in a band that's kind of i think the most challenging part about it is 
people have different viewpoints or different directions or different images they want to have or different sounds, you know? Do you find it, I guess what I'm asking you is, do you find it easier knowing that like, okay, we're going to do this because you guys are brothers, you know? Because you got a team, basically? Yeah, absolutely. I feel like he and I, like we have like the same like brainwave. It's, it's crazy. Like, you know, we finish each other's sentences kind of vibe. But um, yeah, I, I think it definitely adds to the, the writing and the creative process because we're just on the same page. But at the same time, you know, we will definitely challenge each other and we don't shy away from that. You know, we don't ever really get butthurt. Just kind of view it as, like, we're trying to do the best thing, you know? Um, so, we'll, you know, we'll disagree on certain things. Um, but luckily, the other guys in the band, I mean, have been in the band for so long. Um, and they're, you know, basically like family to us. We're so lucky with the dudes that we have in the band because they're all super cool guys. They're just like, you know, I feel like they're my brothers, you know? Um, so it's like a real cool camaraderie. And, yeah, I, I feel like, you know... I, I hear those horror stories about bands fighting and all that, but it just, it, it's weird having a band where there's like really no drama. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, you gotta, what I've learned in a band is, is that someone needs to be the, the leader. I, I hate to say right. it like that because if you get too many, if no one's got a direction or, you know, one or two people in the band kind of take control of the band, meaning like, I can't, I don't know if that sounds, if that, I don't want this, anyone listening for that to come off weird sounding. But like, there's decisions that have to be made. You know what I'm saying? And like, yeah. if there's too many chefs in the kitchen, nothing gets done, you know? And so, not oh, like. I, I totally agree with that, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's not like you're bossing people around, you know? But it's like, I think that's where a lot of tension starts with bands is because a lot of the, you know, egos and, and things and decisions and, and people grow. Like, look, man, people grow and they change relationships with like intimate relationships with like your partner, you know, wife or girlfriend or boyfriend, or whatever, like it's like that. And so people change, you have to change and grow together. And, you know, I think, I think that that's, do you, do you find that being the same with music uh, that, that you got to be able to grow and change together in order to develop a sound and, and not fight? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, like, our first Raptors record, if you listen to it, it sounds nothing like Jurassic California that we're going to be putting out. It's very, like, straightforward, aggressive, like, hardcore punk. Um, and then we've kind of evolved to allow ourselves to do more melodic stuff with this album. Um, you know, and already the new stuff that we're writing for the next album, we're growing again. It's going to be, like, a little more, like, Bronx and Hivesy kind of just like really fast, high energy, um, a little more like old school punk rock roots, but like just stuff that makes you want to move, you know? So we're going to, I feel like each album or each, you know, batch of songs that we put out, it's going to have its own feel um, that we're kind of growing into. So yeah, yeah, I totally agree with that. And you said in the single you have the Jurassic California, is that song already out? Yeah, yeah, we actually did a music video for that song with uh, with Todd Huber. Um, that guy's a fucking legend, dude. Um, Todd, you know, he's the one who makes punk rock bowling happen each year. Um, he's worked with Agnostic Front, doing like artwork and album covers. Um, the guy just does it all. He's into videography and photography now. Um, and uh, yeah, we shot that that music video for Jurassic California. It'll be titled JCA. Um, we did the, the acronym for that. 
Uh, yeah, man, he, he did a killer job. We shot the whole thing in a warehouse, and he just gave it this crazy vibe that makes it look like you're watching this whole badass movie. Um, and he got, like, drone shots and some really cool B-roll that he added in that just really captured the whole, like, vibe and feel of that song, which, I mean, he just absolutely killed it. Like, I, I'm really looking forward to doing some more stuff with him in the future. Hey, I'm going to ask you something. Uh, who's this? Who's this? Anson? How do you say this? Anson Aguirre? Oh, yeah. Anson, Anson Aguirre first. Um, so, like, when I was talking about, you know, being lucky to work with a handful of great artists, like, this guy, he, he's he's an outstanding artist. Uh, I mean, he lives in Vienna, Austria, right? So that explains the name, why it's a little bit of a tongue twister there. Right. Um, but he does some, like, outstanding traditional ink and brush illustration, and he loves dinosaurs, so we were just a perfect match to begin with, you know? Um, but he, he's the one who designed the raptor that's in stride on our Jurassic California flag. So when you guys see that, that's him who did that. Um, you know, we didn't, like, Photoshop it or anything. We just slapped it on a, on a flag and instead of California Republic, but Jurassic California. Um, but to me, it's crazy how, like, with social media now, like, I would have never met this guy from Vienna, Austria, or, like, known you know, about this super talented artist. And it's just the way, like, the internet and social media is right now, it's, like, really opened up so much for us to connect with people, like, halfway across the world, you know, um, who ended up just being a perfect fit for, yeah, for for what we wanted to do with, you know, album artwork and all that. Um, but And he's just super talented, very nice guy. Um, and he does he does more stuff than just dinosaurs, but, I mean, his, his ink and brushwork is awesome. Well, that makes sense. You went into the dinosaur because of Jurassic California. What's that song about? Oh, dude, it, it's about how California is just so wild, man. You know, it's funny because I wrote that song a couple years ago, and when I wrote it, I just I knew it was going to be the title track and it was going to be the name of the album. Um, but it's just it's crazy because when it came out, it was so topical. You know, um, like the the chorus line, "Every summer season, the hills will burn," um, and it, the the song just touches on how like people are just fighting each other and dividing one another and then there's even the less fortunate people who are living on the streets you know and just how crazy and wild it is to to live in california now yeah you said that the homelessness is out of control dude yeah yeah it's, it's crazy why do you think california is so crazy uh, i mean I, the demand to, to live out here it, it's you know people just living on top of people you know and it, it, everything's getting so much more expensive which is you know, I think that does attribute to homelessness. I mean, you know, also, like, mental illness and, and people who are coming back as army vets and stuff who don't get the assist, assistance that they need. Um, but it, it's just tough, man. I, I feel like, I mean, I don't want to get too conspiracy theory, but I, I just feel like there is this constant push for a divide between people when really, like, you know, and it, it's all, like, on social media, like, on media platforms, right? And I feel like that's where the push is at. And, and people just want us to stay divided and fighting ourselves when, you know, no matter where you come from, what you're into, what color your skin is, I feel like when I meet people face-to-face, you know, like, they're awesome people. Like, there's just so much about, like, that human level of connection that I'm just, I'm all about, dude. I love people, right? But I see all these people fighting over such stupid shit. And some of it isn't stupid shit. I don't want to, you know, um, don't get me wrong. You know, but I feel like a lot of it we can we can put aside and work together. You know, as as one people and support each other. So 
let's talk about this song. I'm going to play a song here, guys. And you sent over a song called Lighthouse. Yeah. And uh, talk to me about this song. Yeah, Lighthouse was the second single that we dropped in our Jurassic California singles campaign. Um, but yeah, th- this song, it's, it's got to be uh, my favorite song that we've done. Um, it means a lot to me. Cause it's, I went through a rough patch in my life where I just felt lost and defeated, uh, you know, in, in so many aspects. And um, in, the song ultimately is, is about my wife, you know, before she was my wife. Um, you know, I call her my lighthouse. You know, she's the one who, who brought me back you know, to reality, brought me back to comfort and, um, you know, feeling like a normal human being and feeling like I'm capable of, you know, continuing on. Um, so she, she really, in a, in a sense, kind of saved me and pulled me out of my dark, my dark times. What was going on um, in your head yeah. at that time? What was the deal? Oh, man, um, I was in between jobs, um, you know, struggling to pay rent, um, you know, uh, we were actually getting uh, booted out of the place that we were living in. They gave us 30 days to find a new place. And, you know, we were struggling with that and trying to not be homeless. Um, and, uh, yeah, it was just just a lot of crazy stuff, man, you know, going through, um, you, you know, like a, a breakup from a past relationship that was very toxic. And, you know, my wife was able to, you know, before she was my wife, pull me out of that dark space. So Awesome, dude. The song means a lot to you then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was kind of the turning point for me because, you know, as, as I was younger, I was always that PMA, like, very positive, like, everything's rad, like, you know, like, I can accomplish anything. And I hit this rough patch where I just felt defeated, like, maybe I can't, you know. And she pulled me out of that funk and got me back up on my feet, dusted me off. And I really wanted to just kind of capture that in a song, you know, that no matter like how dark things get you can always push and pull through and things are going to be all right you know you just got to find your lighthouse or what's going to bring you home bring you back to that light to that good space oh dude i love this story i want to hear the song right now let's do it all right cool yeah this song's lighthouse Spirit broken and a conscience 
Yo, dude, song's sick, bro. I'm stoked. I'm stoked for you guys. Thanks, man. I'm glad you dig it, dude. Thanks for the kind words. Absolutely. Do you got any plans for any shows or tours? I know COVID's crazy, and I know like people, the tours keep getting pushed back and back and back. But is there anything you guys have lined up coming up, or is it just writing music, music videos, and keep charging forward? Yeah, I mean, we're gonna keep you know writing music, putting stuff out. Um, the next big thing for us is getting this this album on vinyl. So um, that's gonna happen because that for us is really just leaving something tangible behind that you know we're proud of, passionate about, and really love. You know, um, and it's just it's it's cool to have something that you know like you can show your kids like hey look I did this you know regardless of, of where it goes like we really want to have that that physical tangible something that we did like a, a milestone for us um, you know obviously yeah, shows are, are crazy right now um, you know but we do have some stuff that we're talking about I can't say exactly what it is but um, we're in talks about some possible festivals um, so once things start to open up we're just going to hit the ground running with shows and really promoting this album so yeah I mean I can't wait to get back out there and just you know, even if it's in a bar, like just playing a show and having a great time, you know, with the people I love being around and having that, that human connection, you know, through music. It seems like you write music that comes from a real place. Like, is is that where you get ideas for, for your songs? Yeah, man. Um, everything that you hear, like even if it's kind of got, you know, a metaphor or an innuendo, it all comes from a real place. Like, I, I try to to make sure that I never write anything that I haven't experienced myself um, or, or felt, you know, from, from my heart. So, And you write all your own lyrics. Yeah, yeah. Um, we actually have our lead guitarist, Casey, has, uh, he's had a couple songs where he's contributed a, a fair amount of the lyrics. Um, so, I mean, that's been great because it kind of breaks up, uh, like, the, the sound a little bit and, and the vibe, too, um, on this new album. Um, so we've been experimenting with that a little bit, which I, I love. He's a very talented guy. He, I, we call him like a mad scientist because he just comes up with these crazy guitar riffs and melodies, and you know, and, and he's contributing with a little bit of the lyrics now too, which is super cool. And what does your brother play in the band? So he started out as a drummer, um, but then he uh, he went to bass, and we had uh, Cody Root jump in on drums. So Damien's playing bass now. That's awesome. Absolutely, dude. I mean, I hear you about about when it comes to writing music. You gotta, it's gotta come from a place that's real, right? I mean, I, that's how I kind of feel about yeah. it. I mean, I, there's there's all different types of music. You know, everyone's gonna do with their thing for whatever reason they want to do it for. But to me, the best music seems like music that's like from the heart. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, for me, like it, it's so much easier to get in the vocal booth or to be on stage and to just sing from a place that's just like honest, like. And, and soulful you know like I can't get behind lyrics that I don't believe in you know um, and I think you hear that like through the mic and you feel it when you see the shows and that's why I miss shows so much because being in a band and this was kind of like therapy for me you know getting all this stuff off my chest like even if I'm singing about sad stuff or like hard times it, it's so therapeutic and makes me feel so happy to get that out you know um yeah, so I definitely, like, I, I miss that for sure. Yeah, music, I mean, th that's the best thing. Like, I always compare music to, like, riding because I started out riding bikes, but we were all into music at the same time. And it's like, yeah, I started riding bikes because there's no rules. And then I saw these rules and these things come along. And I was like, where did these rules all of a sudden come from? Like, how to dress and what tricks to do. And, like, 
your body language. Yeah, right. Like I'm just scratching my head and shit because I was from a different, I was cut from a different cloth, you know. And so I still kind of carry right. that with music, and I'm still attracted to that kind of music. Like when, you know what I mean? Like the bands, like like I like if I like something, I like it, right? If it hits your ears and you like it, you like it. Um, but you know, it's like it's like just be yourself. You know, don't try to fit. That seems like that's what you guys are doing. You're just being yourselves and you're doing your thing and you're not trying to be anything but that. You know, I like that. I appreciate that, man. Thank you. I appreciate that. That's a compliment. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, I like that. And I like and I like I like that feeling of like, you know, just I don't know, music just is at this time. I, I just I wish I could have wrote more music during COVID, okay, bro? Straight up, I'm being real with you. Because it's like therapeutic time. And you'll look back and be like, I yeah. wrote that during COVID, bro. I didn't sit around and be like, I didn't have nothing to do. You always got something to do. Yeah. You know? So I don't Absolutely. know. No, no, I'm just going to. You're on. a great testament of that, too. I, I feel like you motivate me because you're always doing something. And I love seeing that, man. Like, you're always active. You know, you're always posting stuff. You're always doing stuff. You know, you're out, like, in the community. You're always riding around. Like, you're, you're a fucking legend, dude. Thanks, dude. Awesome. I, I appreciate <laughs> you for that. And, you know, I'm doing all that shit single yeah. with two kids, too. So it's like there you go, dude. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like, and you and y'all can't get together and write a song during COVID. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> I write a double fucking LP right now. Let's go. Oh, uh! <laughs> right. Thought Kiss there did some shit. Call me. <laughs> <laughs> hey. So anyhow, dude. I, I really appreciate talking to you. I love your music. I'm glad you guys are doing great. I, I wish you nothing but the best. Um, where could somebody get you guys on social media? Do you drop that right now? Yeah, absolutely, man. I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, so, uh, it, it's really easy if you go to our Instagram at Raptors official, um, you can click the link to our link tree. That'll take you to our web store, our Spotify, um, everything. Um, our, you know, so you can listen to the music, you can see what we got going on. Um, that's yeah, we're very, very active there, uh, at Raptors official on instagram and what's your um, and what's yeah, your instagram uh at ike delatore are you are you spanish uh actually i am half mexican yeah some Del- people think that last name is italian too it's kind of funny um but i'm uh, yeah i'm a mix of all kinds of fun stuff <laughs> well delatore sounds like it would be you know what i mean but then I thought, like, is yeah. it, it might be spent, but okay, I got it. Because you're like, hey, Della Torre, huh? You got that shit, Della huh? Torre, yeah, right? Yeah, I've got a lot of people hit me with that. Get the <laughs> fuck out of here, Della Torre, huh? This fucking guy, huh? <laughs> huh? Yeah. It's all that pizza. That ain't pizza, Tony, huh? Go talk to my boy, <laughs> Della Torre, huh, if you want some pizza, huh? <laughs> ah! Anyhow, dude, much love. I hope you have a great day. Thanks a lot for taking time to talk to me and uh, stay rad, bro. Dude, yeah, thank you so much. Um, yeah, and also if I can give a shout out to to Jay Stolo at Straight Jacket Studios, uh, he's the one who recorded, mixed, and mastered all the stuff that you're hearing from us. Uh, I mean, he's a great guy, very talented, um, and and yeah, above all, dude, thank thank you for taking time out to talk to me too. I appreciate wait, you. Wait, what's the guy's name again? Jay Stolo. Awesome, dude. So he, but he recorded yeah. everything. Yeah, he recorded, mixed, and mastered, and I mean, dude, he he bounces ideas off us too. Like, so he's pretty much like helped challenge us and help produce like a lot of this record. Yeah, a lot of guys do that. They produce, mix, master, all in one. That's what my dude does, just as as well. You know, dude, those are the great greatest people to have too. Someone who you know knows the sound is willing to challenge you, 
you know, and then and can also record, mix, and master the stuff too. Like that's awesome. You got like the whole package all in one. Yeah, listen. I know we were going to end this podcast, but it just sparked something real quick. Is back in the day, you, you went to different people for that, right? Right. Like this guy would mix, yeah. this guy would master, this guy. There was like more, 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 more people involved in the process. Yeah, you would bring in a producer. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, and I don't know if that's better or worse. I don't know because sometimes people could do mix mastering and producing, and and sometimes if you wear too many hats, you might not be good at all of them. So to find a guy or girl that's able to mix, master, and produce all, you're winning because then it's just like less people you have to deal with. Yeah, especially when they're competent and in all of those you know categories, which I, I feel Jay Spell is fucking killer. And all of that. So, I mean, that's why we love working with them, you know? I'll check them out sure. sometime. Yeah, awesome. Okay, bro. Well, listen, awesome, have, have, have a great day. I'll see you soon and much love. Sounds good, man. Take care. All right, peace out.